welcome to the Actually Autistic Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Onstad. Today, I'm going to talk about working as an autistic in an holistic world. One of the most challenging, if not the most challenging aspects of being autistic is getting and keeping a job. Now, getting a job is difficult for everyone, unless you get hired by someone who knows you and wants to hire you. But once autistics even get a job, they struggle not to lose it at a much higher rate than holistics, and not because they aren't good at the job. Most workplaces maintain an holistic-dominated culture that requires group participation and conformity to unarticulated social norms. I figured out pretty early on that I was better off being self-employed, but it wasn't until I understood that I am autistic that I knew why. Many autistics learn to mask, meaning they fake being holistic, and this helps them retain jobs. Even if the holistics can see through it, they prefer performative allism to no allism at all. Now, if an autistic is working in a results-oriented occupation like carpentry or cooking, then they can often excel with or without a mask. If it's another type of job where the autistic is encouraged to do their job their own way, so long as the work gets done, that can also lead to lasting employment. Some jobs require a person who can be direct and polite. I've known many autistics who have spent years at the same job because they found one that suits them. Sensory sensitivities can also be a hindrance to long-term employment. Fluorescent lights or ambient sounds and smells can make it very difficult for an autistic to stay in a job, even if it's one that they enjoy. Unfortunately, though, by and large, the biggest reason many autistics lose their job is due to workplace bullying. Why bullies seek out autistics is a topic all its own, but the fact is that they do, and that doesn't stop when the bullies become adults. I have dealt with workplace bullies over and over again. Even when I was self-employed, I would occasionally get a bully as a client and have to deal with them. But when it's just one client of many, it's easier to deal with. Even if it's the only client you have, you still have the ability to remove them from your workplace and look for other clients. It's still terrible and stressful, but you can choose not to work with them, and you don't have to worry about your boss taking their side, because you are the boss. I recognize that working for yourself is difficult and not for everyone, but if you are at all inclined that way, I encourage you. Many autistics are also able to work for a company if they can work from home. If there can be any silver lining to this horrific pandemic, it's that working from home is becoming more accepted. Office work is often a social political minefield for autistics, in spite of the fact that it's work that they are often suited to. In other words, they may be great at their job, but if they can't navigate the social politics, then they don't get to keep the job. There are so many jobs I had that I could have easily kept if I hadn't had to deal with office politics all day, every day. If you want to support autistics, you can do so directly by hiring them and not firing them due to reasons that have nothing to do with their actual job performance. 
You can speak up for them when the resident bullies start picking on them. You can support them when they ask for accommodations like natural lighting and being allowed to set up their workspace in the way that works for them. Here's your comforting words of the day. If you need accommodations like natural light, a quiet space, being able to find your stuff whenever you need to and not being forced to scramble all over <laughs> an office looking for them, if you need to be able to go to the bathroom without having to <laughs> announce it to everybody or even walk past a bunch of people, like you're not alone. These are perfectly reasonable things to want and even require in a job. And they were expected in all places of employment for decades. Now, obviously, I'm talking about office jobs here. If you've got another job that's a little bit more hands-on, things are different. But here I'm talking to people stuck in office work because it, it anyway, it sucks. <laughs> If you don't like it, there's nothing wrong with you. Please do everything you can. I know not everybody is in a position to do this, but please do everything you can to find a place that will allow you to work from home or see if you can figure out a way to be self-employed. What I found is that my paycheck was much more secure in the long run when I was self-employed because I kept getting fired. <sighs> Not very comforting, is it? I'll tell you what is comforting, that I did very well when I was self-employed and I loved it. All right. <laughs> Here's your joke of the day. To be clear, I do not write these. I stole them fair and square from anonymous lists on the internet. If a parsley farmer gets sued, can they garnish his wages? <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with me on this mini episode of the Actually Autistic Podcast. If you are interested in hearing more of my content and like Shakespeare, then you are in luck. I have two podcasts, one called There Will Be Body and another one called The Twelfth Night Podcast by Rose City Shakespeare. I wrote a book called A Midsummer Night's Dream Illustrated Handbook and Encyclopedia, and I'm also on a role-playing game podcast called Shattered Worlds RPG. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for being actually autistic. Mm -hmm.